Tulsa's number one podcast. Showtime, baby. It's Castro X to Titty Tia, Eyes Open, dubbed the home of the emotionally naked. A podcast about anything and everything. If you don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. I'm about to lasso, Castro the asshole, turn him into mincemeat, for ramen casserole, feed it to a thick booty bad bitch, she'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage, pussy fried catfish, I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks, I ain't never had shit, till I turn to rapping, for rapper to rapper, Kappa Lambda, I'm on some fragile shit, packing on packers damage, stamming on stacking damage, acting out like an asses. If you move it against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh huh. Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She likes to pull up in the fastest. Hoopy with the black tip. We get it cracking. She releasing the dragon. Hold up. Fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying. Heat seeking, miss a lunch with a beacon. With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking. How? All right, we live. Yo, 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 yo. It's your man, Castro X, coming at y'all live and direct with the With All Due Respect podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, 2TDT in the motherfucking house. Man, today we actually left the house. Can you believe that? True, indeed. We are not actually in the house. We are not in WADR Studios, but we are elsewhere. We are in Vector Studios, uh, you know, where artists come to record their music as well as there's a podcast studio here, man, Uh, which leads me to uh, welcome... Our very special guest, man, uh, studio owner, producer. Uh, my man informed me today that he he's made music and things like that for 10 years plus. Am I correct? Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. AJ Sellers himself in the building. How are you, my brother? Welcome to the With All Due Respect podcast. Man, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. We've been needing to get you in here for quite some time. And our first contact uh, in person was at... Uh, a recent show I did at the Rabbit Hole just a while back. It was actually my first performance, and you happened to be there, man. That's the first time we ever got to uh, shake hands, man. I think that's where we got you booked up. Yeah. Uh, man, well, it was really nice to meet you and actually sit here face-to-face. Uh, yeah, it's dope. It's actually the first time I've been, like, actually, me use this setup, so. Right on, right uh, on. I'm excited about it. I can definitely dig it, man. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and start here, man. Talk to me a little bit about, uh, I mean, just how long have you been doing what you're doing as far as the producing side of things go? Uh, producing side, so I, I actually consider myself an engineer that produces. Mm. Um, I think, like, the term producer and engineer, there's it's so great now in the industry where you have a lot of producers that also engineer. Um, and if... If you're not educated on that, most of the time a producer, that term is someone that makes the music. An engineer is the one that records it. Uh, then they can go on to mix it, master it. But those are also separate jobs. Mm. So it's not just like, um, I think the term is used so widely that um, it's blurred, you know. Mm. So the lines aren't really cut. Yeah, Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, I spoke to uh, Soul Ray, you know Soul Ray, mm-hmm. correct? Uh, yeah. And he kind of uh, explained that to me, how there's, how there's like four different positions uh, when, when making music, man. You got the uh, uh, the 
know what I'm saying, the producer, you got the the rapper, or you got the beat maker, you got the rapper, you know what I'm saying, uh, as well as number one, you got the engineer, you know what I'm yeah. saying, uh, who's kind of the, the final say to a degree, man. Would you say that? Um, I don't think they're the final say. I think the artist is the final say, but mm-hmm. I would say the artist trusts the engineer to to make it sound better than the demo. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I wouldn't say it's our f- the final because at the end of the day, like an engineer, our relationship with the artist is the most important thing. Mm. So if the artist trusts you, you can you have the the freedom like you need to do, it, mm. you know. Um, but yeah, the engineer is usually the last process um, as far as like mixing and mastering. Right. Yeah. I can definitely dig it. How do you go about maintaining that? Uh creative trust with an artist man somebody new coming into vector studios how do you start to build up that rapport with those that you're working with and things man so i went from being an artist like we were talking about um to djing and then finally landing here at vector studios uh which we we've been open since january uh of this year which is has been crazy but I think for me, when I sit down and talk with the artist, I explain the fact that I was in their shoes. I was an artist. So I know, one, how important it is to them. Um, I know the pressures uh, that you have when you're in front of a mic at a studio. Uh, and then also I show, you know, I show them some of my work, uh, answer any questions they have, you know, just get to know them, you know. I definitely like that. I feel like uh, showing him your work, man, having that catalog to be like, look, this is what I can make you sound like. This is what I have the ability to do mm-hmm. uh, is always really strong, man. Um, as far as, you know what I'm saying, what your goals are, where you, what you're aiming for with Vector Studios here, man, because I really want to boost this up. I really want to talk about yeah. Vector Studios. It's a wonderful facility, man. Thanks, man. So sure. talk to me about what your goals are. What's your mission with this place, man? So right now uh, I'm just trying to build a clientele. Um, right now I'm, I'm working with three different artists. Shout out to, uh, Caradon, Lovelace, and also Aaron Sawyer. All family, oh, with all yeah. respect. Yeah, 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 All great people, great artists. Um, just recently had the neighbors in. They're linking up with me. So we're, I'm excited about that. Um, but I really want to keep the studio exclusive. I want Vector, like, I don't know if you, do you know the term, what a Vector is? I don't explain it to me. Okay. So uh, I also do graphics. I'm a designer. So anything creative, I usually have my hands in. Um, but a vector file is a file that you can take and you can expand it however big you want and not lose the quality. So for me, my goal was st- with Vector Studios is like taking an artist wherever they are in their career, whether they're you know nationally known all the way to I'm just starting, this is my first song, and still giving them the same quality being able to help them through whatever process they're trying to achieve. Um, I think that's, that's solely why uh, I built Vector Studios. Um, And then also to keep, keep a place for Tulsa artists that is one, um, I'm not going to say, I want to say affordable because I think uh, if, if any craft that you do, you have to invest in yourself. And there's sacrifices to be made. I don't care what, like, we're chilling in this room. The The first two rooms I have, I have, like, I don't know, $1,200 in foam. In just the foam. Like, yeah. understand that. Like, 
we we have to invest in ourselves. That's the first thing that you know. I I talk to anyone when it comes to their craft, what they're wanting to do, what's their passion. Um, you have to invest in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to. Mm. So, but I I want to keep the studio in a way that is reachable to an artist that's starting, but they also have to understand, hey, th- this there's an investment to be made, mm. and I think that goes on to the next phase of this is keeping a mindset of you are a business. You're a business. If you're doing music, fine. Okay, so you have artists that are hobbyists that just want to put out, hey, I just want to put out some music, be right. creative. But then it goes from, all right, I'm I'm paying X amount of money for this time. Right. You you then have a business. You're right. investing into something. So I think that mindset has to, and I've talked to the artists that I work with now, is just trying to change their direction, trying to change their, their thoughts uh, from, hey, this is fun, and it is fun, but we're talking longevity. Right. That's the whole goal here. Something you want to do this full-time. This is what it's going to take, you know. So I, I help a lot, of, a lot of artists out. We have conversations, you know, and they run ideas through me and um, just giving advice and things right. like that. So I think for me, the studio here, I want it to be a safe place for artists. I definitely like that a lot, man. I love that uh, you find it important to teach these uh, artists of yours, you know what I'm saying, the importance of uh, the business side of things as mm-hmm. well because a lot of producers or a lot of people in the music industry ain't going to teach them shit about the industry to begin no, with, man. Uh, so I want to talk to you a little bit about that, right? You've had experience in this. You've been doing this for a yep. good minute, man. Uh, you want to talk to us a little bit about your time uh, touring and things like that, just things you've learned, man, throughout yeah. that process. Um, so I was a hip hop artist. I did more like positive stuff. So when I started making music, I, I had no like want to be famous. It wasn't because I wanted to do, like be famous. It was more of like uh, I needed an outlet. I went through a bunch of stuff. Um, personally, I was like, All right, I got to find something that um, I really can just dig into and started writing. And then that transitioned to, hey, I want to I want to do this. So, um, you know, I put out I put out two albums. Uh, the last album I dropped was in 2017. Um, it was called Filters. Um, and I had the, gosh, the opportunity to work with a lot of artists here in Tulsa and also Oklahoma. So I think there was only one artist that wasn't featured on that project that um, that was from Oklahoma. Everyone else was. Even the the, the producer. Um, uh, there's several producers on that. Uh, you know who Medicine is? I do not have a Medicine. Uh, David Pulitz. He's a super engineer, really good friend of mine. And he's from uh, here? He is from here. He's actually in Florida now. Wonderful. But he uh, shout out medicine. He's he's great. But um, he was on that project, and then Two Piece. I don't know. He's a producer here in Tulsa. I haven't talked to him. About okay, it. so these are guys that you you'll want to get to know. Math tapping. Um, Two Piece is probably like he was a part of the Fila project. Mm. Um, Fire in Little Africa. Shout out. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Um, so he did a lot of production, and actually, Medicine was the one that mixed and mastered that thing. Mm. So these guys are like. Pillars as far as music in Tulsa. Um, they're really running a lot of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, David, me and him co-produced the album, uh, did all the writing. He mixed and mastered it. Um, and I think it's really important for people to understand. Like, I literally went from 
not understanding even how to rap mm. to doing 165 shows in a year. And I, like these are paid shows. This ain't just like, hey, I'm gonna go go rap at a coffee shop. Like I was at the point, you you feel me? Yeah. Like this ain't this ain't like, hey, we're gonna go have fun on a Friday. This was like, hey, I understood that the only way this is gonna work out and I'm gonna do this for long term is I'm gonna have to make money. So what was that uh transitional period what caused that that change within your mind man because as you said there's artists that do this as a hobby mm-hmm. and then there's artists that do this serious you know Correct. what i'm saying so so what was that transitional period for you where, where did that thought come from like hey man on off switch type shit so for me that switch happened when uh when i didn't want to work a regular day job mm. i was like this is not what my life is that like we literally only get X amount of time here. That's it. That's all. It's the only thing that I can't buy is, 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 is my time. And the way that I saw it was, hey, there, there, okay, so there's a, there's a phrase that I live by. It says, um, uh, regret lasts longer than fear. And understanding that and getting that mindset is so important because – at the end of the day, we can all go back to a day job. We can't. It's true. It does not matter. Like, I right now, if this fails right now, I will have zero regrets about what I tried. You invested into yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, exponentially. But it wasn't like, so let's, let's understand investing. Um, there's, there's levels to investing in yourself. There is like, hey, I'm going to not buy that coffee and I'm going to buy a $5 book and read it. Right? Yeah. Facts. Then there's also, uh, I'm going to spend my whole check to get this piece of equipment and I'm going to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for a month. How hungry How hungry are you? Right. Like Exactly. I feel that's, a ve- that's investing with sacrifice, man. Correct. Sacrifice for something bigger. The levels to it. Like you know that. what I mean? So... I think for me, when I was doing music, I understood, hey, if I want to do this right, I have to invest in myself. I have to make sacrifices. I I am going to stay home and work on a song for eight hours and not go hang out with some friends. Oh, that makes sense. You know what I mean? And and being able to see that. But let's, so I'll answer your question uh, far greater. There's a lot of artists here in Tulsa that, like, they'll spend X amount of time, let's say six months on a, on a project. <laughs> And they'll put all this money in real it. Fears, real fears. Now, if you do the research, if you spent $1,000 on that project, you should be spending $1,000 in marketing. Mm. Tulsa's horrible at marketing. Uh, yeah. They are. They're really bad at like, it. Like, hey, I'll put out a dope project, and I'll spend $10 on putting it out. There's no promotion behind it. Bro, none. How, how is someone going to hear you? Right. This isn't, like, it's very, so when I was doing music, I looked at that. I also looked at merch. I did something that I picked up from tours. Mm. Like when you go, when you go see your favorite artist, you go to their merch table. How many shirts do they have? Like four or five, or more. And they have like different styles of they shirts. They have hoodies. Too. They have different colors in, in the shirts. All of it, right? Why don't we do that? Mm. Why don't I see like all right? I see one shirt on you, bro. When I was running music, I had five shirts, mm. five different styles, five different, five different logos, mm-hmm. five, everything. All of it. I had hats. I had hoodies. I had wristbands. All of that. Are you from Tulsa? No, I'm from Cali. Okay. When did you come down here? I had some family move here in 2006, and I was reluctant a little bit and um, just got to the point where I was like, yeah, I'll check Tulsa out. 
because I didn't want to deal with tornadoes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> real fears, real fears yeah. in Tulsa. <laughs> real <know>? fears. <laughs> Here's something that really interests me about guys like you, right? Guys who work their asses off and are obviously super busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, what's your daily routine like? Uh, just as far as your, your your personal time, time for you. How do you maintain you? We talked a little bit off air about mm-hmm. stretching yourself too thin. How yeah. do you uh, how do you maintain that balance? You know what I'm saying. Talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, so, um, daily routine for me isn't like probably most people that have a nine to five. So there's times I've been in the studio till three or four in the morning. So when I go home, I, I'm sleeping in, bro. I just put in that time. Like I'll, I'll sleep until eleven. I'll get up, you know, get ready, um, grab some food, get back in the studio. Like it's for me, this is, this is all I do. Um, and I spend probably, I don't know, 60 hours a week working in here. Now let's talk balance. Um, I think it's important because we were talking about how if you do this long-term, you will get burnt out. Uh, You just will. As far as like, if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't think about how your mental health is and, uh, the frustrations you have. So, um, Outlets are very important, even for artists. Artists, like, when I was doing music, that's all I thought about. I thought about the process. I thought about what the next show was. I thought about where I needed to go, what merch I had. Because inventory is really important. Um, what the next design, because I was the one that designed all my merch, too. So, you still doing, because you said do graphic design. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do some. Design, yeah, yeah, design yeah, yeah. clothes stills and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I do, but it's very, like... It's more or less randomly, oh um, you know. I, w- I love off inspiration. Yeah, I feel like you make something. To me, like I wouldn't. If someone came to me and was like, "Hey, could you design something?" Yeah, I'm honestly probably gonna send them to somebody else. Died, mm. Because for me, when yeah. I design, so I see I it in my head, day. and it's usually either for the studio or something like that. Yeah. Um, but there's guys that I know that have spent as much time that I've spent in the studio or doing music that they have in, in the graphic world. So I'm like, dude, I, go to him. He's better. He's spent more time. Right. No. No. Time is currency. Most deaf, most deaf. You know what I mean? So he's spent more time in this craft. Why not use him? You know? So um, that's, you know, that's. All right. So <laughs> sorry, rabbit chilling. Are you perfect. Uh, Do your thing, man. We just vibing. Outlets are important. So I would, for me, I play pool. A lot of people don't know that. Like, I, pool has been a huge outlet for me. So when I leave the studio, I'm probably on a pool table. Um, That is something that I only do for myself. That's your therapy. Facts. Real, real, real quick question. Have you ever heard of Sheila's? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I loved that That's place. Old, old I place. loved yeah, that yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. I would Sheila's go to Sheila's pool. every night and play pool until five in the morning. That, that was the only pool hall that was open like twenty four hours. Yeah, all yeah. night. They're long. not open anymore. Yeah. Sheila um, died actually. Yikes. Yeah. So I so cried that day. Yeah. So just, talk to me about this, man. Like, like you say, you've been you did music for ten years, correct? Yep. Uh, rapping and things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And if I'm understanding, man, you, you were a rapper of substance. You had more. You were a conscious artist to a yes. degree, correct? Yes. Uh, man, I got to know, man, because I'm, I'm a big fan of conscious hip-hop. Casual does not necessarily make conscious hip-hop no. as of late mm-hmm. anymore. No. <laughs> uh, I used to write real conscious for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, and I've changed that up uh, due to life and things like that. I'm just not feeling it at the moment. 
Uh, but anyway, that's <laughs> y'all all living seasons. Yeah, true indeed, true indeed. It'll come back. I know yeah. it will because it's my heart. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But uh, talk to me a little bit, man. Like, uh, were you just did you just decide that you were through rapping and you just wanted to man be on a bigger level with it or? What's up with that? Uh, are we going to get another project from Mr. So, uh, so I made, you know, I, I made a statement. We all live in seasons. Mm. And um, I got to the point in my career when the last album I dropped was called Filters. And the whole point of that album conceptually was like understanding that we all go through the same problems, but um, we try to cover it up with filters. Mm. We try to make it colorful or make it look better, make it look better. Right. And that was the whole idea of that 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 project. And I spent an, a year on that project, on eleven tracks, like literally perfected them to the best of my ability at that time, and got to the point of that project, and I felt empty. Right. For an artist, like, so there's a story of a little girl, and um, she grew up with her uncle, and her <laughs> uncle played saxophone, and he was dope as hell. Like, could play the saxophone, but he never did anything with it. And one day he died, and she went to his funeral, and she said that he died with music in him. Mm. And for me, when I heard that story, like, and that's that's the other thing, the reason why I'm so passionate about what I do, about being an engineer and, and, and helping people's dream. Like, you have a dream. If I could help achieve that, for me, that's a blessing. That's what I should be doing. You know what I mean? It, given where I am in my life. So when I work with artists, like, I know for a fact that that's their dream. Right. They're entrusting me to help them. So when I was doing music, I got to the point where I put that project out and I was like, look, right now there isn't anything that I can do anything better. And I felt empty. So for me, it was like, all right, what else can I do? So I took that feeling and then I went from being an artist to investing in an artist. So all of the things that I learned. You got the scrunch face on that. <laughs> I like that. Continue. All of the things that I learned, I invested in in two, two artists first. Uh, have you heard of Jerry Manna? I have not. No, I haven't. All right, either. I'm putting you guys on some game. Uh, Jerry Mana, shout out to him. He was he's on the Feeler Project. Okay. Uh, but this dude, like me and him, when we crossed paths, um, when I was doing shows, I just had him like, hey, let's go. So we did a tour together, uh, and then he's still doing music. Like he's doing grand, real proud of him where he is. Uh, so Jerry Mana, and then also a rapper by the name of No Name Bones. I've heard of no name. Okay. I, I have not. So these two guys uh, were really good friends of mine. You know, we built that relationship. And then I was like, look, like I tracked No Name Bones' first album at my at my house. Uh, started doing shows. So that transition of investing into an artist brought me to DJing. Trying to help. So when I was like, hey, what are these guys missing? Well, it'd be dope to have a DJ. I mean, I don't ever hear that. And I'm like, I could figure that out. So I transitioned from investing in an artist to then double down and being like, hey, I'm not just going to help you with with wisdom. I'm going to be your DJ, too. So I invested into the DJ equipment, the lighting. I did, you know, studying, things like that. So it went from 
all right, I'm just an artist to, hey, I'm understanding the full gamut of what this is. Right. You know, there's different aspects of, of, of a business. You know what I mean? It's the same thing as what an artist needs. So I went from, from that DJing part. Um, and so on, man. I like that, uh, I mean, you're taking it upon yourself to, I mean, just understand the overall, uh, everything to the motherfucking business. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to bring up as well, on a, on a bigger spectrum, man, a lot of the words that you're speaking, man, it, it just seemed like your heart's in a in a, in a genuine place, man. You, you as you say, you want to invest into the artist, man. And, and that's the whole purpose we're here on this planet anyway, is to invest in those that we, we think can do stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, think, I think it's nice that you feel that way and you're, like, trying to help every other artist find exactly like what they need to do to be mm. better because I don't, I mean, I don't ever hear that from anybody else. Especially in the music industry. Especially in the music so. industry. So I think that's really cool you have that outlook yeah. on it. It's very good that you offer that to these artists. We need that. Yeah. I mean, we need people to care about our people, to want to see our people grow, to want to see our people rise. Shout out to Little Africa, Fire in Little Africa, man. Yeah. Beautiful project, beautiful people doing their thing, man. We definitely need more people to give a damn about the community, man, and the fact Thanks. that you willing to invest into our people, man, is, is beautiful, I, I and we appreciate you for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, man, talk to me a little bit more about your DJ, man. You, you, <laughs> okay. you doing gigs current? So I am doing, well, right now. So when I first, <laughs> COVID, COVID, man, messed a lot up. COVID um, messed everything up. <laughs> so much up. All right, so I will say this. I've been I've been having these these conversations with no some people. On the road for like um, three weeks. COVID was horrible, Okay. But COVID gave society something that they never had before, which was time. Mm. Everyone was locked down. Because it was a reset. It was, you Bro, couldn't do anything. You, know you, you could. Now, here, here's the mindset. So COVID gave us time. Now, what you did with that time was up to you. Mm. You had to, like, I don't want to hear anyone saying, man, I wish I would have learned how to play that instrument. Bro, you sat on your butt for three months. For longer, collecting unemployment. You ain't doing nothing with your life. That is your fault. Like, that literally, it it cut down the middle. Like, are you really about it? Because you had all that time you were wishing for. You had it. Right. You sat and watched, uh, what, the the Lion King or, or Tiger, Tiger I, King. I did. For, <laughs> you know what I mean? And the show was great. Don't get me wrong. But, like, as a society, we were given something. Right. How did you use it? I definitely enjoy you know? that whole mentality, man. That's exactly how I kind of view COVID, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people complained about COVID. I mean, for it, sure, it, it was it was, was bad. I'm not saying shit, so I'm not RIP. saying it wasn't it wasn't I had a bad great time. thing. You but know, the fact that <laughs> there were no cops on the road for like the, three weeks, bro. That's the thing for me, man. Is and exactly what you're saying. I took that time to to build up everything I'm mm -hmm. doing now. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Uh, I had a great uh, time of growth during COVID. You know Good. what I'm saying? So to, to me, COVID was 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 the right deal, you know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I'm glad you you share that mentality, you know what I'm it's, saying? It's something that I've kind of caught on to because you can definitely see the people that grew and the people that just sat there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, yeah. So, DJing, um, I, I'm a resident DJ at the Hard Rock. I right. spin at Riffs, um, but right now they're not hiring. So, I've been getting picked up at different, like, uh, I'll be at Ripley's next weekend. Um, DJing, uh, I've played at Uncle Bentley's, I've played at, like, a bunch of different bars, um, but, and then I do weddings sometimes, 
but yeah, it's. <laughs> I do uh, weddings sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then I actually was uh, this last weekend. Uh, the neighbors, or not the neighbors, uh, Kid Topless. Topless. Yeah. Uh, I DJed that show. They needed a DJ. I came in. Was like, is, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kicked is incredible. Yeah, they're I really great. Like man. Kicked. Uh, man, let me ask you this. I know you've worked with, uh, as you say, you got three artists, correct, uh, currently working with you. But I know you you spent time. you got the neighbors coming in now as mm-hmm. well. Uh, you've spent time in the Tulsa scene, right? Yes. Uh, you, you know these guys. Uh, my thing is, uh, I know you did some work with uh, Minds Alike for a little bit. You talked to the, them dudes. What is, what, what is the one thing, if you were to pinpoint something, uh, what is the one thing that we lacking at this moment? Where do where does our focus need to be, uh, from your perspective? What what could we concentrate on? What could we do better as a community within hip hop, out here in Tulsa, Oklahoma? You feel me? So I think I think one of the biggest things that I I don't see happening enough is support. Um, Break that down for me. So when I say support, like there's. So, there's different subgroups in Tulsa. There's different groups. So, like, uh, the fact that we all don't know each other is a problem. That's weird. Yeah. Because, really, like, how are you supposed to write your city if we're all, like, we're all, like, subjected to, like, thinking there's lines. Right. There ain't no lines. Like... We all make this. We all doing the same fucking thing. Yes, but we all do the same thing negatively too. Like, understand that support also takes sacrifice. Like, if you hear of someone that's going to do a show, and you don't know them, you don't show up. We don't. We don't show up. So, like, the thing that you know, I and me personally, like, a lot of people don't even know who I am is from a, a standpoint of like. The the Tulsa scene, if you will, um, because I live in my studio. I I don't come out a lot. Um, you know, I there are times where I'll get here in the morning and it's dark, and I leave and it's dark. And I'm like, dude, I didn't see the sun today. Like, so for me, and this is something that I'm trying to work on too. Like, like the show that you had, I heard about it. I was like, hey. Those are artists that I work with. I saw your name on there. I saw, um, what is it, J-Red? J-Rob was there. Um, You know, so for me, I do want to get out more. I do want to meet the artists. I do want to let them know I'm available, um, but also just show support. Like, that's another body in the building. And when you start supporting people (laughs) without having to ask, something beautiful starts happening. I mean, I feel like that's the key to to the come up of our city as a whole, man, is the unity, being together, moving together, operating together as one. You know yes. what I'm saying? I feel, I feel like that that's that's where we all need to be aiming. The man. other thing is marketing. Talk to us about the marketing, though, see, because that's something that I'm, I'm not, uh, obviously, I haven't marketed in, in regards to the music world. So break that down because I, I know that's important. So let us know. Are you going to say something? I was going to say that. I remember you saying something about, like, um, yeah, you spend a thousand dollars on you. You should spend a thousand dollars in marketing mm-hmm. yeah, and stuff I like did. that. And uh, I don't know. I said something about ten dollars. Like, I was funny because we had just <laughs> put ten dollars in on our page on Facebook, and I giggled to myself, and nobody else caught that but me. 
Sheesh. Oh, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I didn't know that, but well, there you go. So perfect example, you know, and I, I understand you got to start somewhere. You know what I mean? It's definitely um, work, but, but it's use process. what you got. What you Absolutely. have, that's Absolutely. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I feel. Um, and, but if you're budgeting to make an album, you need to budget to market that album. Mm. And you also, either you're going to hire a marketing firm, which no one in Tulsa is going to do that. <laughs> or <laughs> it just ain't gonna happen. Like, uh, <laughs> um, or you need to put in the time instead of going in karaoke one night because you like to sing. You should probably get on YouTube or you should research how algorithms work in Facebook mm. or Instagram or like a lot of people. When I say a lot, I mean the vast majority of artists. They don't understand. When you do a Facebook ad, like you probably did, right? Do you know you can target a certain audience? Mm. You I can didn't drill in. Yeah, yeah, I you can, yeah. You can figure out where they're from. You can target, like, specific things. People that listen to podcasts.